Hello and welcome to the Money and Miracles podcast with me, Emily King. We call ourselves rich women over here because we are all about living the rich woman life inside and out. We take the taboo out of talking money and we say yes to our desires. And each week I'll be bringing you a dose of money mindset and relatable life stories so you can go out into the world and live your best freaking life. Let's do this, rich woman. Hello and welcome back. So if you're new to the Heal Your Debt journey, this is part two of it, of a four-part series. No worries. You can kind of jump in wherever you please. I mean, obviously, I, I have it in an order for a reason. So if you are starting today, maybe maybe hit pause, go back to the previous episode and start on day one. But if you're like, screw it, I'm going to be a rebel and just dive into part two, then let's do this. But if you did do part one, uh, high five to you. That is amazing. And you're back. You're here for more. And come back to your intention. Do you remember what your intention was from part one? Do you remember how you want to feel? Do you remember like why you're here? And let's just take a moment to breathe. And come back into that. Once again, know that you're here on purpose. Know that this is no coincidence. You're learning this information and and you're not meant to get it all overnight. Like the healing journey is not linear. You don't start from point A and make your way up the mountain to point B overnight or even in a week or even in four parts. This is a spiral process. You're going to have highs, lows, sideways, upways, all the ways. And that's beautiful. That's life. So really give yourself grace along this process and lean into the discomfort. Okay, so today, let's dive into it. What we're doing today is some more releasing and forgiveness, okay? I wanna share this quote to kick off this part two, and it's, it's exactly the theme for today, which is this quote from Bishop T.D. Jakes. He says, when you hold on to your history, You do so at the expense of your destiny. I'll repeat that. When you hold on to your history, you do so at the expense of your destiny. Now, I was going to talk about this later in the episode, but I'm just going to jump it right up to the top. Is this question for you to reflect on? What is holding on to what could have been costing your future? What is holding on to what could have been? Oh, if I had only done that or if I've taken this step or whatever, if I hadn't been so lazy or whatever, you know, your blame you're putting on yourself. What is holding on to that? Costing your future. So I, as you guys know, I'm very transparent, very open about my own journey, what's going on in my own life and, and all that kind of stuff. Because I think it's super important not to, you know, put anyone on a pedestal or think they're perfect and really share our, our vulnerabilities and our humanness. So I was on a call the other day with our ELE coaching group. So the Extraordinary Life uh, Experience group. And we were doing this thing where we were taking them through like limiting beliefs and that kind of stuff and just exploring the consequences of believing that belief. And I do it right alongside our clients because, you know, this work works. That's why we that's why we teach it. We teach what we know to work. And 
and we, we practice it ourselves. So we were on this call and we were giving our clients some time to do their journaling and do the exercises in the workbook and reflect on it. And I was doing it right alongside them. And to my surprise, the thought came up for me of, you should be further along by now. Ugh, that like, that stings. That hurts. That's like kicking someone when they're down. You should be further along by now. So long story short, when I did some reflection on that and asked myself, what's the consequence of believing that. So essentially, going back to that question I just asked you guys a second ago, it's like, what is holding on to that belief of you should be further along by now? What's that costing my future? And when I did some reflecting on it, it's like, okay, well, it's making me feel like shit. It's making me feel like I'm never enough. It's making me feel like whatever I do, um, you know, I'll never catch up to where I could have been, should have been by now. Um, it's making me not feel gratitude for where I am because I have a, a hell of a lot of things to feel grateful for. And and like if I'm in the belief of, well, you could have been further, you know, you could have been making more money by now. You could have been impacting more people. You could have had this much reach. You could have had blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, it's never making me truly present in the gratitude of what is and the abundance of what is. And it's actually holding me back from more abundance and more growth because like attracts like, if I'm in a belief of mm, you should be f- further along, well, then you can just feel that energy. Like that is not a helpful energy. That is not supportive. So all this to say, I called bullshit on that belief, called it out, and I changed it to I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. I love where I am. This is incredible where I am. So I took control of my future by changing that disempowering and that bullshit belief. So my question is to you right now is who do you need to forgive? Maybe you just need to forgive yourself. Maybe you need to be easy on yourself. (sighs) Maybe you need to give yourself a freaking break, right? And I'm going to help you very soon. By the end of this episode, I'm going to help you do some forgiveness, do some releasing so you can shift into abundance, you can shift into the healing, you can shift into all the goodness that's coming in part three and four. All right, so instead of like being the victim of your past and all that kind of stuff, Ritualman, right now, let's do it. We are deciding we are being the victor of our lives, of our future, and we are choosing what to believe and we are choosing right now who we are. Because it's like, if you keep hanging out with the same thoughts, if you keep replaying the same loop in your head of all that kind of stuff, you're going to get the, the much of the same. Your internal world will then be reflected in your external world. And like, for example, if... If, you, if you've ever heard of a story of, you know, some guy getting into trouble, you know, they're, they're stealing and they're on drugs and all that kind of stuff, and they, they get caught. They get arrested. They go to jail. They serve their time. And then they get released. Say it's been two years, and they get released out of jail. We all know, we're all smart human beings here, we all know that if they go back into the same environment, same house, same neighborhood, same friends, 
what's going to happen? They're going to go down the same path. It is going to be a long and hard road to get out of that if they keep hanging around with the same people, the same influence, the same environment. So if they want to change their lives, they got to change their environment. They got to get out of that, right? So for you, my friend, same applies. If you want to change your external environment and internal environment, that starts within. And that's what we're doing here today. And that's why I said on on part one of like, my wealth starts from within. Your wealth starts from within. We're doing the work so that we change who you're hanging out with. And, you know, I say that metaphorically, like who you're hanging out with is your thoughts. And so we're, we're deciding to say, hey, I can't hang out with you anymore. I can't hang out with, oh, you should be further along. Or I can't hang out with, I shouldn't have done that. Or I can't hang out with, um, oh my God, like money freaks me out. I'm so bad with it. I can't hang out with you because you're not supporting me. You're only bringing me down. So I, like, I love you. We had good times together. But I got to go, <laughs> you know, I got to go. All right, so here's the action part of this, this series, this podcast episode in particular. I'm going to take you through two things, and then I'm actually going to give you a, a little action step to prepare you for our final day of Heal Your Debt. So first off, you can write this down, but I'm assuming that you're probably on the go and listening to this. Um, But if you do have a pen and paper handy, then that's even better. Um, But if you are on the go listening to this, come back to this in in your journal. And in the meantime, let's just do this out loud. So remember on part one how you brought up something that felt heavy to you and we started to release it. What we're going to do now is we're going to start to release it with this very simple statement. It's going to be this. You're going to say, even though I, and you're going to fill in the blank, even though I feel like, you know, I'll use mine. I feel like I should be further along by now. Then you're going to say, I am perfect, whole, and complete exactly as I am. Hmm. So let's try another one. Even though, let's just say I didn't hit my sales target. Or even though I'm so angry that I have $10,000 of debt. I'm just making these up. I am perfect, whole, and complete exactly as I am. So a really powerful exercise to do with this is just to let your pen flow with this. Or if, like, like I said, if you don't have your pen and paper handy, let your voice flow with this. So just let yourself go on a rant, on a rampage of even though I'm so pissed at my ex-husband for taking XYZ on me, I am perfect, whole, and complete exactly as I am. Even though I'm so annoyed at myself and the fact that I impulse buy when I go out, I am perfect, whole, and complete exactly as I am. (sighs) So reminding yourself that you are perfect, you are whole, and you are complete despite any debt, money, stress, etc. will guide you towards love along this healing process. Now, I said that we had two parts to this. So that's part one. 
feel free to hit pause on this and keep digging deeper into that. Or maybe you can do it after this podcast episode. But let's dive into part two of your homework for today. What I want you to do is I want you to look at your bank account. You're going to look at your statements, your debts, your savings, your checkings, your lines of credit if you have it, your mortgage if you have one, um, your student loan, whatever, whatever accounts you have. And I know for some people it's not easily accessible to go on and look at a statement for certain debts or what have you, but do your best with this. Even if you just log, log into your bank account and look at it, perfect. And here's what you're going to do. You're going to envision sending loving energy to it and just saying thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right? Look at the number, no matter how big or small it is, and send love and gratitude to it. Because here's the switch that I want you to start to make with debt. Is debt is simply an IOU from the universe. And in my case, actually, let me let me tell you this. Just this, it's it's kind of interesting the timing of this. Just yesterday was it no two days ago I paid off a final debt that I had and debt to me is not a bad thing debt is a supportive thing so let me explain we um we leased our car actually both of our cars um for four years and then most recently my husband's lease was up on his car and we wanted to buy it out it was just such a smart financial decision like we had, like the car was worth way more than had we returned it and had to, you know, buy a new lease or get into a new lease or what have you. So anyways, we loved the car. We wanted to keep it. So we wanted to buy it out. We had, we just bought a, another rental property back in, this time last year. So that had chewed up a lot of our savings because we had to put a 20% deposit down for this house. Um... Anyhow, so our, our savings was a bit like skinned out because of the investments we had done. I didn't bat an eyelash or, or cringe or anything to use our line of credit to pay to buy out my husband's car. So we bought it out. We did have some money to go towards it, but I think it was something like $20,000 we had to put on a line of credit to buy out his car. And interest rates are going up. Now we have a really good interest rate on this on this line of credit, I think it was something like 7% or something like that. Um, anyhow, so we're paying our interest and all that kind of stuff, but we just paid it off uh, this week. It is down to zero. We have now no lines of credit, no credit card owing, nothing besides our mortgages. We have three mortgages on the three houses that we own, um, but that's that. So that's why I say, you, like, debt can be a very supportive thing. And so what if I have to pay 7% for a few months or maybe for some of you guys it's a few years or what have you, like that, like thank you universe. You just got me a car that is now paid off in full. I get to drive around my this car for for free now. The only thing I have to pay for it is insurance and gas. Like woohoo, thank you, right? And maybe if it was student debt. And even if you aren't using the degree that you accumulated student debt around, like thank you. Because I know, like, I did a music degree for my undergrad. I'm not using that now. But did that teach me a lot of things? Did that give me friendships and relationships and skills that I use to this day? Absolutely. Right? So thank you, universe. Thank you, universe, for supporting me to get my degree. 
Thank you, universe, for, you know, even if it's some stuff that can kind of sting, like maybe you have legal bills you had to pay for when you split up from your partner and that kind of hurts, right? Thank you for supporting me along this, this challenging journey, right? Because some people literally do not have money to put a roof over their head. They don't even have access to credit cards or loans or what have you to, to put a roof over their head and feed themselves and clothe themselves and get from A to B for work or what have you. So this is like giving love to your debt. It's giving love to the support that you've been given and knowing that this is not forever, right? Like that's why I, I don't cringe or get worried when I go into debt because I know it's not forever and I know it's there to support me. Just like when we did renovations on uh, one of our rental properties last year, that cost us, I think it was like $50,000. Thank you, universe. Temporarily, we had to put on a line of credit. Thank you, universe. We paid it all off, right? So, and I know, I know obviously my financial situation is not going to be the same as anyone's, right? We're all unique with our financial situation, but we can all give gratitude and love to our money. So that is a huge shift to healing your debt is being able to look at it and say thank you. Saying I love you. I appreciate you. I know we had some hard times. I know I shit on you for a little bit. But now I'm choosing to look at it differently. Okay? And if, I want to say this, if you're having a hard time sending your debt love, if you're like, Emily, oof, you are really stretching me. I want you to go back to the first thing that we said. Even though I feel so much resentment about this debt, even though I hate looking at my bank account, even though I hate what I see, I am perfect, whole, and complete, exactly as I am. <sighs> Feels pretty good, right? Okay. To wrap up, remember I said I'm going to give you some prep work for what's coming. Here's what I want you to do. I'm not going to tell you what to do with it yet, but just go to the bank, whether you can do it today or maybe put it in your calendar for tomorrow. When you go to the bank and you're going to take out $100 cash, okay? That's all I want you to do for now. You're not going to spend it just yet. Just have it there because I'm going to tell you what to do with it in part four of Heal Your Debt, okay? All right. Thank you for being here once again. I hope you're enjoying this. And I know I mentioned in the last part, but this is a free series there's no email required, no payment, no nothing. So if you are enjoying it as a form of energy exchange, if you will, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love for you to share this, you know, tag me on Instagram at emilyking.ca, share this with a friend, um, you know, shoot me. I, I just received a DM from one of you guys yesterday, a beautiful message. So thank you for that. Um, and I saw another person shared it on Instagram. So I love the sharing. It really supports so it supports this mission to help people, and um, I really appreciate it. So thank you for being here, and we will see you again for part three. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.